Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. who seek him and that's why I'm constantly saturate your soul in the word if you'll just spend time with him seeking him I'm not talking about doing anything I'm talking about seeking him he's gonna reward that but he's the initiator always do you know that Jesus is always with you he is always there patiently waiting for you to come to Him, to share your life with Him. It's such an easy thing to do. Read the Bible, pray, involve Him in everything, and yet it seems so hard to fit into our busy lives. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us to keep close to Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 9, as he continues his message, Word of Faith. In the name of Jesus, arise and walk. If I have that kind of power, well, then in effect, I'm omnipotent. And you don't want an omnipotent Robert. You know what I mean? It's not a good idea. But the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing is that the Spirit of God is willing to share his thoughts with us. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is he's willing, he's eager to give you his guidance on whatever situation you you might find yourself dealing with. James 1, 5 says so. James chapter 1, verse 5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, if you, do you, does anybody lack wisdom? Every single one of us lacks wisdom. You don't have all that you need at any given time, but he says just ask God for it and he'll give it to you. He's eager to give you wisdom. The Bible is clear. The Holy Spirit works according to his will, not the will of the person through whom he expresses his power. God is always the initiator. My boss in Youth with a Mission, you know, 30-something years ago, I remember the first time he made that statement, and it was some. I wish he had expanded on it because I didn't understand it for years and years and years and years. Biblical faith. Biblical faith means God initiates and you respond. I didn't understand. But see, what the Bible says is it's impossible to come to God. Hebrews eleven six. It's impossible to please God without faith because, see, in order to come to him, you have to believe that he's there and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. 
And there's so much wrapped up in that. I had a great time all week long. I taught at Youth with a Mission up in Orlando, a class on leading through crisis. Every year or two, they do a, a school for staff. And they call it their leadership training intensive. And when they do that, I teach for a week on leading through crisis. But we were talking about this thing of, you know, you have to believe. Faith, mean, biblical faith means believing that God is and that he's a rewarder of those who are always telling people about Jesus, who are always doing the work of the ministry, who are always serving in the food bank, who are always at church, and they're always reading their Bible and whatever. These, that's not what it says. Those who seek him. And that's why I'm constantly, saturate your soul in the word. If you'll just spend time with him, seeking him, I'm not talking about doing anything, I'm talking about seeking him, he's going to reward that. But he's the initiator, always. And he's calling to some of you, pleading with you to draw closer. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through 11, Paul wrote, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles. In other words, you were heathens. You had no connection to God whatsoever. Carried away to these dumb idols, the idea of being speechless. They couldn't talk. However, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, what that means is that nobody can actually acknowledge the Lordship of Christ in their life apart from the working of the Spirit of God in their lives. Verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. He's initiating, he's doing it according to his plan, his purpose, his will. But listen, you see, that doesn't mean that a Christian should never speak a word of faith. It just means that we need to be careful about it and be sure that it is a word of faith, that God is initiating it, in other words. And it's not just something you're coming up with. It's something that you've been, you're seeking the Lord about it. No, 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 I'm not talking about for hours and weeks even. It, it, it may be something that in the moment you simply cry out, God, what do you want me to do here? And he leads you. And you speak. But you're not presuming to automatically know God's will in every single situation. Instead, you're asking him. You're asking him. What do he wants you to do? What should I do in this situation? When you do that, you can expect him to always be faithful to guide your response 
in those situations and to those situations he allows you to encounter. You know, back when our son David was a toddler, one evening all of a sudden his temperature spiked up to like 105, and I freaked out. It was the first time he'd really gotten sick, you know, and here's this little person, and I'm responsible for him, and I quickly put him in his car seat, you know, get in the car, and we're headed off, you know, I'm going to take him to the emergency room, and as I'm backing out of our driveway, it's like the Lord tapped me on the shoulder, you know, not literally, but you guys know what I mean by that, right? It was like, you're not even going to pray for the little guy? Oh, shoot. I'm headed straight to the hospital, have not even said hello to God about this. You understand? And in that same instant, I'm like, can I just be transparent with you guys? You know, it just shows my, my immaturity at the time. Hopefully I've grown a little bit, but I'm like, please don't punish him for my stupidity. You know, it's like, I'm the one, I'm sorry. I should have talked to you first. But it was like the Lord quickly impressed upon me just tell the sickness to leave his body. I was like, okay. That's what I did. I commanded the sickness that was causing the fever to leave my kid's body in Jesus' name. When we got to the ER 20 minutes later, he had no fever, none whatsoever. Amen. God, God did them. But listen, God initiated that. Do you understand? Hopefully you can hear that. I'm headed to the doctor. I'm headed to, and we went. We went to the doctor. We went to the hospital. God, a word from the Lord initiated that miracle. Well, Pastor, I mean, isn't it always God's will for a person to be healed? Sickness is never of God. Well, that's a lengthy discussion to enter into if we really want to dig into what God says on the subject and not just what we think we know. But I, I will say this, if Jesus had wanted to eliminate all sickness from planet Earth, heal every di diseased individual on the planet, all he needed to do was say the word, just like he did with the servant of the centurion. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. 
Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.